0: We've been farmed together for about 35 years here. We are uh, located in south-central Nebraska, and we grow a few acres of corn and soybeans and alfalfa.
1: And we have a good-sized mama cow herd, too.
2: Global shortages are causing farm input costs to skyrocket. A better way to farm shows you how to take control of inputs and maximize profits so you can farm the way you want. Now, from America's heartland, here's your host. And you're being awful generous with a few acres. We don't have to get into the exact amount, but you guys aren't small potatoes out there in central Nebraska. So I appreciate you guys, again, being on. When you look at 2021 as a whole, what do you really
0: feel was kind of like a highlight of the season that you had? First of all, the commodity prices have been really good, and that's what's kind of helped everything really start to gel we've gotten a lot more detailed on our soil tests and trying to put things together to get everything balanced out enough. So uh, we're really starting to improve some yields.
2: Which is exciting. I know you guys shared some stuff off air about some things that you guys have been able to change, which is fantastic. So one of these days, Everyone that's listening to this podcast is, is going to get to hear the full story, which I'm excited about, right, Jim? We're all excited about that. So as we look forward to 2022, what are some of those things that you guys are doing, like one or two things that you're really looking forward to really taking into 2022 and kind of why, what, what is it about those things that you said, yep, we're definitely doing this next year?
0: My first thought was this year we decided to buy our own sprayer and apply our own fertilizers, do all our own herbicide program and everything. And just after the first year, we realized that the job's getting done a lot better.
1: We were uh, using a spray tender monitoring system and it made my life real easy with the sprayer because I drove the sprayer trailer around and nursed him. And it just seemed like having that monitoring system, it helped you know, cause you could put in four ounces of something, or you could put in a pint or a quart or what, or gallons, whatever it, it, all, it did all the calculating. And it was really saved my life <laughs> tremendously.
2: <laughs> well, kind of, what was it about, you know, having the ability to do your own spraying and, and tending and stuff that really kind of set things apart in 2021 from previous years?
0: I can tell you one thing: our, our herbicide program is a lot better. We're evidently getting things mixed better, or I guess we're doing a better job of spraying because we're not having the issues out there in the fields with a lot of this Palmer
1: amaranth
0: and uh, water hemp and uh, weeds such as that that are uh, getting away from us in the field.
1: Timing. We could do the spraying when we wanted to get it sprayed, and it was a lot to do with timing.
0: Was
2: that something that's important to you having your own control of that? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know a little bit of the. Back, I know a little bit of the backstory. That's why I was asking. So I know how important it was for you guys to pick up your own sprayer, and, and I'm extremely excited for you, especially as the the years progress. So
0: Wanted to let you know about our farming forecast sweepstakes running January 3rd through January 5th. Go to a better way to forward slash win to enter. This is one way we can give back to you by bringing you this special series of interviews plus the chance to win some cool prizes. Visit a better way to forward slash win.
2: Oh, when you are looking at your farm inputs this year. And I know that you've been with A Better Way to Farm and some of the Conklin products for a few years now. But let's face it, there's huge spikes in farm inputs this year, especially this fall. So how are you guys kind of handling the volatility of those inputs? What are you kind of doing to kind of safeguard yourself against that?
0: We used to be in a rotation of corn and soybeans, a two-year corn, one-year soybeans, and then we got away from it because the soybeans just weren't very profitable. But starting this year, we started getting back into the rotation, and we're pretty excited about that because when we're rotating corn up behind the beans, uh, the corn yields are really, really makes a difference too.
1: And then just making sure we look at the prepays when things were going to go up you know, have a price increase, we made sure we got those booked and paid for and getting them on farm. We really tried to concentrate on that this year, especially with all the volatility of the inputs. Yeah,
2: just all the inputs in general. So I'm just curious, is is that something through the Better Way to Farm team? Do you feel like you guys have been able to not only capitalize on some of those inputs before they kind of would spike up, but just overall be more efficient in some of the, the fertilizer that you've been using? Yes.
1: Oh, definitely. yes definitely. Yes. Quite a bit. Yeah.
2: I appreciate the definitive yeses on that. <laughs> That's, I think that's key. Like I said, we just wanted to do a quick recap of 2021 and, and look forward to 2022. So I'm super pumped about uh, doing a, a longer version of a podcast <laughs> that we can finally get you guys nailed down and tell some of your stories because you guys have excellent, excellent stories. So as you look though, into 2022, what would you say is, is really kind of like the one main thing that you're absolutely going to do now, or, or maybe it's the growers. I know you guys like to listen to the podcast. So the growers that are listening to this, what's kind of that one big thing that big nugget that they can take and and you say you know what we are doing this and we would absolutely you guys recommend doing
0: this for the 2022 growing season management's a good something that we got to really watch you've got to market your commodities you've got to watch all your input costs you got to try to get your prepays in when you can you've got to start concentrating more on your uh, soil tests we found out that we started really getting detail on soil tests and And some of the things that we were noticing on previous soil tests with some of these agronomists, they were leaving some of the actual (laughs) chemicals that we were short in the farms out of the uh, prescriptions. So we started looking at different things and different places to do soil tests. Come to find out, you know, we're adding things like boron. That's, That's one good product that we've used that we were really short on on these farms. And we've started using it in the last couple of years, and uh, it looks like it's making a difference. If
2: growers kind of wanted to learn more about how to be more efficient, would, would there be maybe like a training program where <laughs> you could learn from professionals
0: about agronomy that you might suggest? I would suggest this pro-ag. It's <laughs> extensive and very well-detailed It's seminar. I mean, you learn a lot. You really do. And I'm serious
2: about that. I tell you what, Jim, you must have played baseball because you couldn't have hit that thing further out of the park. (laughs) So yeah, absolutely. You can really get a lot of education from these pro ag trainings. You know, we we fire them up in December. We're actually in Fargo, South Sioux City. We'll be in central Wisconsin. Then we'll be out in your guys' area out in Kearney. So definitely come take a look. You know, we run this thing until early to mid-March. So it's something that we take a lot of pride on. Uh, But ultimately, it's it's not about selling products, right? You, You guys mentioned it earlier that it's about being more efficient and and kind of about taking control of your own operation, right? You don't give that to someone else. You kind of take that back and it just makes more money that
1: way. That's what I would say, Tyler, that I took away from working with you guys is ask why. Don't just take whoever you're working with. Don't just take their recommendation or whatever. Ask them why you are doing this. We're the ones that are putting out the bucks. We're the ones that need to be making the money, not the you know, other people. It's our operation. We need to be making the money.
0: Also, these seminars that you need to go to learn more about things that help you with this management on fertilizers, nutrients uh, of that nature. One seminar okay. is so extensive you can't absorb it all at once. It's wise to go to more than one.
1: I think this you know. will be, and Carney will be our third year going. And, forward.
0: you know, it's some of it's the same stuff, but there's also some of that stuff that might've been the same stuff that I didn't get the first year or the second year, but I got it on the third year, you know? So slowly we're learning more and more every time we go. I literally just sat
2: down at lunch with a new grower couple, um, some clients that we're working with, brand new to the system. And that's what I told them too. They're like, holy smokes, it's just day one. It's just, you know, basically three hours in and they're like, wow, this is this is already intense. And I said, yeah, I said, that's, you know, the biggest thing, try to absorb what you can, but don't forget about the next one, right? We always have another one coming up. So, so come, you know, take a look and check that out. I know that we're both busy people. You guys have some things going on. I've got to get back to class, but I really okay. do appreciate the time that you guys uh, spent with us here today and I appreciate you guys take care
1: okay well we'll see you all on Monday and Tuesday
0: you're listening on the Verbal Crowd Network find more great shows at verbalcrowd.com